0: Welcome, everyone, to the Fly Guys Podcast, episode number 81 here. Cameron Klein uh, sitting across from me. My name is Justin Goodhart. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. The Philadelphia Flyers are have kicked off their season, and they've kicked it off, and they're looking good to start the season. They're 5-2-1. They uh, won a game most recently against the Arizona Coyotes, 3-0. Carter Hart's third career shutout. So, Cameron, as we kind of get into today's you know, episode, the Arizona game was nice. It's always nice to beat a team you should be beating, but I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that in the time between our last episode and this episode, the Flyers had a very successful West Coast trip.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, too, is, like, uh, the Calgary game did not go great. That was the only one that did not go great. Mm-hmm. Um, they they beat Edmonton. They were very physical, and they pretty much... I think that type of, that type of play style is geared towards shutting down stars. So I think... Going into that game against Edmonton, we kind of should have already known that they were going to beat Edmonton, simply because that game plan of four checking and uh, being physical and being aggressive usually does a good job of shutting stars down, and that's what it did. And but that's I don't, all that Edmonton has.
0: But I don't think you would have seen that last year out of this game. No, team. no. I think Connor no. McDavid would have... Right, I mean, Connor McDavid, what do you have? Like, 100 points in 50-some-odd games or yeah, something like that? 104. points in 56 and he on games. on pace for 147. So... I think he Ridiculous. would have run wise. Yeah, I mean, he's the best player in the world for yeah. a reason. Uh, but the point is is that they do get the win over Edmonton, mm-hmm. and then they got a grit one out against Vancouver yes. with the backup goal yes. in the net. And it was it was literally the same game we saw in Philadelphia. Great first period. Mm-hmm. You're holding on for dear life in the second period. Third period's kind of going either which way. Yeah. This time, though, goaltending Stands up for Philadelphia. Yeah, there's
1: no, there's no bad bounces, there's no unlucky pucks, that kind of thing either, uh, which was definitely, definitely played a role in the first game. But uh, yeah, yeah, they they beat a team they should have beat. They beat a team that I think we all believe were they were better than. So,
0: well, they are better than Vancouver. Yeah, and them I don't, losing
1: that first game was more shocking than anything. So
0: I don't know if they're better than. Than uh, Edmonton necessarily, but they sure sure as hell played like they are. Yeah. And then obviously the Calgary game, and I I view the Flames as my, a better version my, of what the Flyers are.
1: I think the Flames are a good team as of right now. They're playing really well. They're well coached. And the other thing too is, it's the last last game of a West Coast road trip.
0: Playing three games in four nights.
1: I mean, I mean watching. I was watching it with you know a friend of the show Anthony Bruno, and he was he was pointing out. I think he hit a dead on that they just looked tired. I they agree. They look tired, they look slow. What
0: were the shots at one point? Like twenty to eight? Oh yeah. It was after
1: the second the second period, Calgary really mm-hmm. took over. Yeah.
0: And that's going to happen. And they're yeah. listen, there's eighty two games in a year. You're gonna have bad losses. Yeah. But how do you follow that up? And granted, the goaltending we saw out of Arizona last night was pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Cam Atkinson had a goal taken away from him. Yeah, that was I don't know where I fell on that one. That honestly. was
1: bullshit. That's where I fall on it. it was it's bullshit. just,
0: it's not the idea that they If would... you
1: didn't blow the whistle, it's not dead.
0: See, that's the thing, is that that's it. if they wave that off immediately, it's like, okay, I kind of get where they're coming from. But right. the fact is, they score, they huddle up.
1: We, no, we decided.
0: Very rarely do you ever yeah. see that in hockey. You'll see it in football when they pick up a flag. You might see it in basketball if they review something. But in hockey, that doesn't happen in hockey.
1: Well, in, in football it doesn't happen either, depending on the team. That's it. I'm if you're one, that's, a Cowboy, that's my tinfoil hat. If, if, moment. You're, if
0: you're a Cowboys fan, you're usually getting yeah. that call. Jerry called the refs and he goes, I got an extra hundred. Yeah, if Cowboys, goes my way.
1: New England, not as much anymore. Uh, Tampa Bay, any, any team with Brady at this point. Any <laughs>
0: team with Brady. Uh, Seattle,
1: they get it. Um,
0: one only Wilson's there.
1: Yeah. 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 But it's, yeah. It, 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 that's not what this episode is about.
0: no it's not it's not we're not putting on our tinfoil hats today not on
1: not on my gambling and losing of money we're not that's not what it's about
0: (laughs) uh but what i will say about this is that it was a very successful um it was a very successful west coast trip for the flyers now uh well let's let's take take a look at the newcomers so far so in of the first eight games of the season cam atkinson six goals one assist seven points that's Honestly, great. That's yeah. awesome. I no, love. No, he's doing exactly
1: back. what we wanted him to do.
0: Derek Brassard with six points himself. Keith Yandel, I mean, he's been the. the he's the most surprising. The, I agree with you. I definitely think yeah. he's the most surprising. The old, the second most surprising would have to be Martin Jones. Yeah, he's looked very good in his first couple starts. He's
1: Only done two games, but yeah, no, you're right. I wouldn't expect him to have a nine 4 one within two games. I I wouldn't expect it. the most
0: that. disappointing one. I guess has have to be Ryan Ellis because just he's, he's not just there. not there. Yeah. and this is where yeah. I'm just kind of gonna put this out there. It's really annoying, and it's frustrating to see this guy's going from day to day. He's not ready this game. He's not yeah. ready this game. Yeah. Now he's week to week, and it's like, what? What the hell happened? I what happened? Was, I thought it
1: was day to day, right? I and heard then, bumps then and
0: bruises. I think of bumps right. and bruises. He'll be ready to go in a game, maybe two at the most. And now he's not traveling on the road. He's not going to be there for Pittsburgh. Right. Not going to be there for Washington. Right. Two games a week could really use a number one defenseman like him. So. Hopefully, hopefully he's back before Thanksgiving, but we don't know now. Yeah. And the thing is about the NHL, they never tell us what's going on. They yeah, on, never tell us.
1: On the bright side, the team's playing well without him.
0: Justin Braun has been phenomenal filling so, in his role.
1: On the bright side, the thing you can look at is like, well, the team's playing well without one of you know who's supposed to somebody who's supposed to be a key piece of their mm-hmm. defense. So that's that's a good thing. That means the team is kinda of better than we thought it was. And hopefully, you know, when he comes back it doesn't mess with the chemistry at all and it simply just makes them more improved. Um, that being said, another player not being there uh, is Kevin Hayes, another guy, big piece, especially a big special team piece. And uh, I think they're starting to miss him a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And apparently his, his uh, diagnosis is pushed back a little bit more as well. So they're saying we probably won't see him for a couple weeks, no. is what I heard today.
0: So obviously they're going to have to – and listen, they're going into a tough stretch of hockey. I yeah. mean, these next few weeks are going to be tough – yeah, and yeah. we'll Pittsburgh,
1: get more. You got Toronto coming up, Calgary again later on. Uh, yeah.
0: Their next five games are Pitts at Pittsburgh, at Washington, home against Toronto, <laughs> away against Carolina, away against Dallas. Yeah. They've got they've got one home game coming up in their next five.
1: All four of those five were divisional, and they're all good teams. Divisional. And
0: let me tell you something, Pittsburgh. They're not playing great. They're now now they're without Sidney Crosby for tomorrow, which is nice. And Brian Dumoulin.
1: They're still playing well.
0: They're they've lost their last three. Yeah. But it's Pittsburgh. It's like, you know, it's...
1: they won more than I would have expected yeah. them without two of their stars. Washing- three of their stars.
0: Washington's just, you know, Alex Ovechkin's just putting up goals in the bunches as he always yeah, does. Yeah, and
1: it's Peter LaVillette. It's a well-coached team.
0: And then Toronto, which is... Well, they're okay. They're okay right now. I think they'll figure themselves out soon enough. Carolina is unreal. Carolina's good. They're probably the best team. They've been team. good for
1: two, three years now. They're and probably they're, the best yeah.
0: team in the East. It's probably them. That's how they're playing. Yeah. Them and Tampa Bay, I think, are the top two teams in the East. And then Dallas, which honestly, of all the games, I mean, of all the teams I'm looking at on the next five, that's the game where I'm like, well, if they lose that one, that's ridiculous because yeah, they they yeah. are better than the Dallas Stars. No, I agree. But let's now talk about someone who had a very special night last night. Sean Couturier played in his 700th yes. game, which blows my mind out of the water. Sean Couturier played has now played 700 games as a Philadelphia Flyer. Yeah. I remember when he was a 19 year old kid and he was getting cheap shotted by James Neal and. Yep. You know he had no. You know he was missing even more teeth than he. Yeah. You know than he has today.
1: The Crosby killer. Yeah.
0: The Crosby killer. The uh, the Malkin killer. And this guy leads the team in points right now. He's got 11 points in eight games. But he's not the most surprising player on this team right now for me. For me, it's Claude Giroux. Yeah. And I know that a lot it's of it's awesome. It's. I mean, he's not. Ju- he's. It's leads,
1: awesome that it's surprising. It's amazing.
0: He leads the team in shot attempts. Yeah. but you, when has Claude Giroux ever done that kind of thing before?
1: I don't know. He said, "Fuck it."
0: He's playing with confidence. <laughs> And a confidence that I don't think he necessarily had last year, and maybe a desire to show that last year last year was the outlier, and that the year before was more you know of what we should be able to expect. Yeah, maybe. And that actually, you know, I'm getting I'm taking that straight out of what Jason Mertita said on Flyers Daily on that podcast. You should go check it out if you ever get the chance. But Claude Giroux, who they've who during the power rankings, I think the top hundred. Um, Today they listed him. They said, well, he's not a point-per-game player like he was a few years ago. I'm like, well, he's got 10 points in eight games right now. So right, right now he is a point-per-game player. Yeah. But well, I think that's been the most surprising thing.
1: We've talked more and more over and over again about how underrated he is and underappreciated by the league. It, it, they're never going to get yeah. it right, and that's fine.
0: How do you grade uh, Rasmus Ristolainen so far?
1: Uh, he had a poor start. He's looking better, but he's not great. No, I agree. He's I, not looking great. Uh-huh. It'd be
0: great if – when <laughs> when um Ellis comes back – I would really like to see Yandel Braun on lo- on D line two and then Sandheim, it on D three.
1: I'd be I could give, I would get behind that. I, just, I would get behind that. I,
0: I don't hate Sandheim. I think he's played a little bit better over the last couple he games. games. But so I,
1: I feel the same with him though, in diagnosis. Like, like he played poorly and now he's not playing poorly, but, but he's, he's not playing great. Mm-hmm. He's not playing good, I would say.
0: Defense isn't enough right now. They don't they need better defense.
1: They do, and again, mm-hmm. like they're missing Ryan Ellis. So like hopefully that brings more balance and everything like that mm-hmm. once he comes back. But still, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, Ristin Linen is not great. We were skeptical going into it, into the season, how well he was going to do.
0: I think this will be more compounded by the fact that, I mean, the price they paid yeah, for this guy. That's, that's, that's what what's going to kill me that's for a what while, it is. Cameron.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's exactly what it is. A first, Robert Hag, a third, Hag. you know, okay, whatever. Not a third, really. whatever. But the first.
0: The first? For a guy on an expiring deal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh. He's
1: physical. That's cool.
0: We need physicality. We do,
1: and that's great. But, and I think it's—I think it might be him being with Sandheim that isn't doing great because they're both—they both, they both kind of have the same flaws, and they both are kind of—they're—they're mm-hmm. they're highlighting those flaws together. Now, granted, I'm not saying—I I don't know where else you'd put him because I wouldn't want to mess with the other chemistry of the other you're two sure, lines. You're not so, putting
0: him with Ivan Provorov, who, by the way, no, no, Ivan Provorov—he's blossoming.
1: He's blossoming. Letting he has, let him blossom.
0: He has not been on the ice for a five-on-five goal against. Do
1: this not season. do not taint him with anybody else except for Braun as of right now because he's playing well and Ryan Ellis. And who knows? Maybe Braun just looks good because Ivan Provorov. That, that's a very real Justin Braun
0: reminds me a lot of what Matt Niskanen was just a couple years ago for this team. Yeah. Just a good veteran defenseman that's just playing smart and letting your stud defenseman on the other side of you. or yeah, well, he
1: wasn't doing that last year, though, was he? No. Justin he Braun, yeah.
0: Now, But here's the thing. Matt Niskanen, you know, comes to a new team, he's not valued very high. It's like why would we trade Radko Gudas for Matt? Mett I, anybody
1: I don't I don't I never got that. When people were just like why would we do that? Uh, what well, cuz he's better? I mean, what do you mean?
0: It was an obvious trade to make. But, but yeah. Let's talk about Carter Hart. Carter Hart. Yes. I, I want to give an apology right now to Carter Hart. I was I was so dismayed at the end of his year last year that I thought I just don't know. Did they kill this kid? Did they ruin him? Did they ruin this goalie? Ignore the game. Uh, ignore the score against Calgary. Carter Hart played about as well as you could ask a goalie to play against. Oh yeah, the he's,
1: he's he's stuck in there. And for then as, long, as much as he could.
0: And then he comes out, makes 29 saves in a shutout win over Arizona. He went 34 of 37 against Edmonton. 20 of 30, 27 of 30. Oh, I 20 of 30. 27 of 30 against Florida. 23 of 24 against Seattle. And he had a, I you know, he bounced back in overtime against Vancouver in that first game. Carter Hart's having a great start to his season.
1: I just thing. We like I have said it before. We've we've seen that from him before. Like, not in the NHL. We've seen it from him in his junior career, mm-hmm. in his younger career, that he has done that. There has been moments where he had faltered, but then he always came back. I, I never doubted Carter Hart. A nine
0: two eight save percentage with a two three three G goals against average. And he has been rewarded for his strong start that he has been given the start tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which a lot of people you know, myself included thought, maybe give Martin Jones this one, have Hart ready for the Washington Capitals game. No, no, no. We're going to give Hart the start against Pittsburgh, and I have a feeling that him, he'll play him again against the uh, might, Washington it, Capitals. It would
1: be a lot, but if he's playing well, he's playing well, and that's really fine. Now, again, I'm not going to go and say that Carter Hart is back. I'm not going to go that far yet. But
0: we're on, we're on the right, right
1: path. Right. It's a good start. It's a good start. Now, And this whole team has had a good start. So does that move the it needle? It needs consistency.
0: Does that move the needle for where we see this team? Like when we me came, personally, no. I don't think I've. Moved I said yet.
1: I said second wild card team, and that's where I'm still sticking with it. So right now, now they're in the first wild card spot.
0: Yeah, just in just in front of Toronto, and I'll say this: my needle hasn't necessarily moved, but I I'm sure as hell enjoying this right now. Yeah, because they do look like a different team from last year. Now at the same time, they got off to a good start last year as well. Yes. This gauntlet that they're about they to did. go in is going to be very but, telling.
1: But let's be honest. When they were playing well at the beginning of last year, we both agreed. A lot of fans agreed. They, they it, don't look great. Uh-huh. They're, they're squeaking out wins, but they don't look great. This year they are definitely. This year they look, year, a, lot better, they look yeah.
0: a lot better. So they've got, and this is just going beyond the five games that I mentioned, you mentioned they have Calgary at home on the 16th, mm-hmm. home against Tampa Bay, home against Boston, away against Tampa Bay, away against Florida the very next Son night. Of a bitch. Home against Carolina. Jesus away Christ. Away against New Jersey, home against mm. the Islanders.
1: Well, you know those New Jersey devils.
0: They're Listen, they're off to a decent start themselves, yeah, but, right. yeah. Well, every year, team. every bad. year they're supposed to, right, <laughs> I, I'm fine. So this this November month is going to determine, are they fighting for yeah, good two, Christ, or, two or three in the division, or are they fighting for wild card one or two? Right. And, you like, people – might look at the schedule and go oh my god we're stacked it's stacked so hard against them this is where I say this is where a great team goes out there and proves that they're great go and win 60% of these games 65% of these games
1: 50% will be cool not great but yeah we want more out of these next 5
0: games give me 7 points out of these next 5 games give me something to work with because don't go and follow up a, a nice well I shouldn't say a nice don't follow up a great road trip out west and then you come home and you beat a team you should beat in Arizona, and then lay an egg against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then get shelled by Washington.
1: Yeah, if they lose. if They get shut out tomorrow by Pittsburgh.
0: No one's gonna feel good. <sighs> Is Tristan Jari back yet? That's he gonna playing be tough.
1: Again? I don't know. I don't. Who cares?
0: Well, because it's either him or Casey DeSmith that's playing tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm still. I you're like just out. You don't give, You're <laughs> just beat them. Just beat them. Just beat
1: them. They're missing Latang. They're missing Crosby. They're they're missing Malkin. he will play. he will play. Come on. Just beat them. You're better than this team. Your team, yeah, you're missing Kevin Hayes. You're missing Ryan Ellis. That sucks. But you just went on a West Coast road trip where you just smacked a couple of teams. You you need to beat this team. Have you ever seen
0: this team play that well on the West Coast before? Not in a long time. I mean, two years ago, even the year that they finished the one seed in the East, I mean, they they got the crap kicked out of them in Edmonton and then in Calgary. I remember watching those games going, Oh my god. I mean, I'm
1: thinking back, yeah, it had to be like 2013, 14. I remember them going on a nice West Coast road trip beating the Devils or the uh, ducks, Sharks and Kings. Yeah. That was a, again, that was a 7 ago. years ago. Right, 8 years ago.
0: So you said you had it had some uh, personal news you wanted to share?
1: Yes. Yes. I have a couple things. I
0: have no idea by the way what this is, people.
1: A couple things. One, got a new phone. That's cool. Oh, that's nice. That's just that's that's a very minor thing. Um two, went to the movies this past weekend three times. Three times. Had Friday, the Saturday, yourself, and Sunday. Right? Uh, for Sunday, but then people walked in. Fucking ruined it. Um and then they immediately like it was the trailers, but then they immediately started talking, full volume. Listen, I get it. It's the trailers. The movie's not on yet. But the lights have dimmed. They're not off, but they've dimmed. Once shut they've Shut your dimmed. mouth.
0: Once they've dimmed. That's the that's the un- the, tra- unsp-
1: the trailer's part of the it's part of the experience.
0: It's the unspoken rule. Right. Once the lights are dimmed, you shut up. Shut the hell up. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, we saw last night in Soho on Friday. Uh, we saw a double feature of The Invisible Man and The Wolfman on Saturday. The originals, which was great. I love The Wolfman. Great film. Um, and then The Bell of the Ball, The French Dispatch. Wes Anderson's new movie. Saw it on Sunday. Of the movies I've seen, which I think I've been to the theater almost every weekend this entire month, um, French Dispatch, hands down. The really? Best. Over Dune, over Malignant, Last Night in Soho, over all of them. French Dispatch. That's but my biggest thing was before we saw the French dispatch. My fiance fiance and I went to a uh, went to Newtown. We uh did an open house saw an open house of an old Newtown house, second and third floor, and we signed up. we were like, yeah, this is interesting. And the person called us back Monday and said, uh, it's yours if you want it.
0: You guys got a house.
1: Well uh yeah, we're renting.
0: Renting a house.
1: The second and third floor, yeah.
0: Well how about that? When do you yes. guys uh, when do you guys move?
1: We can move in on November 9th.
0: Congratulations. So
1: that means we,
0: Fly Guys Podcast,
1: are also moving because <laughs> that's you know where we do <laughs> that's it here. Right. It oh has my. a nice loft on the third floor, which is cool, and I imagine that's where we're probably gonna set everything. How up. far is it
0: from, from here?
1: Twenty minutes. That's awesome. It's right off of State Road or State Street. It's literally a block off of the main street of Newtown, of downtown Newtown. So it's great. Very it's happy a great for you. area. Um
0: very happy for you, Olivia.
1: Yeah, the the price is great. Everything worked out so far. Um so yeah, and it's an old it's old. It's got to be at least 100 years old.
0: <laughs> well, for you, I feel like that's perfect for you. Oh.
1: Oh, you have no idea. So, There's creaks. If there is not a creak in that house when I'm the only person in it, I will be upset. <laughs> I want to hear the creaks in that house. Old wood. I'd like like a ghost that's like a friendly ghost, like a friendly like former homeowner, like if you leave the door open <laughs> too often he's just like, "You got stock in Pico, man?" <laughs> like shit like that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, very excited.
0: Sounds like a dad that was the former homeowner. Yeah,
1: it, it probably
0: was. You know, I didn't get the chance to mention this to you because obviously we had uh, Bruno on the show last week and then the week before we had mm-hmm. um, the roundtable with Frankie and with Eric. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, I wanted you to tell me about what it was like to see the Frankenstein movie at the theater. I, I didn't get the chance to really... That was great.
1: So the first, we saw Dracula first. That was a double feature. It was Dracula, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Dracula. Dracula sucked. I, I don't I don't understand. Really, you don't fucking see anything. Nothing happens. You don't see him get out of the coffin. The camera pans away and then it pans back, and there he is. You don't see him bite anybody's neck. You don't see them put the stake into him. Listen, I'm not asking for insane special effects, okay? Especially for the time. But in the Invisible Man, I mean, they had a dude running around in an empty suit somehow. I don't I don't know how they did that. It was really incredible. Um, but. Like, like give me something give me something the acting was not great the, the audio was just cutting in and out half the time because there were points where nothing was happening and literally there was just no audio and it would just be like up oh, there's a shot of a window with a bat Ugh. it was dumb it was dumb i did not like it at all and then frankenstein came on which came out the same goddamn year and it was outstanding acting great the way it was written great cinematography
0: fantastic wasn't Dracula hailed as a good movie during its time, It's though? It's
1: considered, like, one of the most successful, grossing horror movies in Hollywood ever. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. So it
0: was totally night and day with these two.
1: Oh, yeah. Frankenstein was
0: outstanding. How was The outstanding Wolfman? Outstanding
1: movie. I've seen it before. I love The Wolfman. Okay. The Invisible Man was fun, and then The Wolfman it's funny because, like, they both came out around the same time. Again, Invisible Man was kind of funny because it was kind of corny. You know, when did those two movies come out? Um... Wolfman, I think, was forty-one.
0: I got it. yeah. I wanted to kind of check this out. Yeah, nineteen forty-one. You are correct. And
1: then the Invisible Man, I'm not.
0: Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I can't even imagine what that one's like.
1: Uh, the Invisible Man was nineteen thirty-three. Uh, but yeah, nineteen
0: thirty-three. Yeah, Invisible
1: oh Man was God. was corny, kind of kind of goofy, and then it just completely switched gears with the Wolfman, which had a much more somber tone. It was a, it's a, it. And and I think like like Frankenstein, it was a tragedy. It's a it's a story of a tragedy. And I think that's what they really, really captured as well, really well. Um, And the other movie I wanted to talk about, too, before we get off the subject that I saw in theaters, I had no idea what this movie was about. I had no idea anything about it. Um, And it was a Friday night. Fiance and I were at a concert. She was going to hang out with a friend the next day. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, if you're going to be gone for a couple hours, let me see what I got. I have a free movie ticket because I'm part of the Regal War program because I go to the movies all the goddamn time recently. And I'm like, okay, I could use a nice free ticket. What's on? Oh, Dune. Apparently that's going to be pretty good from what I hear. I'll do that. No idea. I, I had no expectations going into it. Outstanding. Okay. Visually, <laughs> ins- visually stunning, stunning. I didn't like Timothy Chalamet before. He's one of my favorite actors now, and he's in the French Dispatch too. He was great in that movie too. So yeah. Anyway,
0: you are probably the fourth very or fifth excited. person I've seen or I've at least talked to about Dune where they. It come is. Away- it is
1: the nest, next epic series.
0: It was that good. It will be the yeah, yeah. I mean that's awesome. There would do nothing I, gotta, really, I still got to go see. Nothing
1: really happened like in the first. Like it's literally just setting up the story, but it did it right. It took its time and it allowed you to get engaged with the characters. It allowed you to give it gave you enough so that you understood what was going on, but kept enough away from you that it kept your interest at the same time. The visual fat and the visual effects were really. Uh, there, there is this one invasion scene. I, I got a rapid succession of chills. For about five minutes straight, just from explosion after explosion, the music which Hans Zimmer does the uh does the music for it. Who did Dark, The Dark Knight? Yeah, yeah
0: Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, he
1: does the music for it. Really, really, really great. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. So, but still, out of all of them, the French Dispatch. I mean, was there the
0: were best. there were a lot of books based on Dune. Like they had they had Dune. It's Messiah, a whole series. Yeah, Children of Dune, uh, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune.
1: I have no idea what any of them are about Well, I just Never know that him. it's
0: based on a on a sci- yes. science fiction you know book series. Yes. So you a tell huge, me that it's going to be the next you know big series. But the great thing about the Dune book, there's so much to go off of. There's so much yeah. creativity you can leech onto. Yeah. And I was saying this today at work, where I don't think Hollywood has anything left in the tank because I think they've done everything.
1: Oh, Dune, yeah, they yeah they could. This is something that especially you when could. you got a, a stud like Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya <laughs> as your two star roles. Yeah, it's a, yeah. They, they're they're playing with candy right now. It's they're playing with gold. Just
0: don't screw it up. Yeah, they could. They could. I they mean, screw it up. I, the industry, it's a terrible Game of industry.
1: Game of Thrones got fucked up.
0: It <laughs> could happen. Ed, oh God, Game of Thrones. That was another one. I mean, well, I mean. I feel like that was a result of them trying to take too many liberties because the author just couldn't keep up with how fast the series was yeah. going. To be fair, the author was only yeah. going like one book every eight years. There's
1: videos of him in his backyard playing with like an RC car. And it's just like, dude, would you would you fucking write?
0: Write, get but back Get in there and it. do your
1: job. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, no, and then it was, yeah, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss who were terrible. They decided to take talking away from Deadpool and the original X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, they did that. That was their decision. That's so awesome. you can tell, you can tell. Uh, obviously they're the greatest decision makers of all time when it comes to running. Anyway.
0: We're going to a Flyers game next week, Cameron? We are. We are. Um yes, Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs. So yeah. I have my my one coworker is going to be uh out uh yeah. of work that day. He's going to be getting ready to go to the game. Uh he's from oh. he's from from Toronto. Oh, um, is he is he a Leafs fan? He is a big time Toronto Leafs fan. Hard uh, And I said, as so a Dolphins
1: m- fan, I understand what it's like to follow. Well, him the thing is that
0: he—I mean—he grew up in Toronto. You know, he moved to America right like seventeen years ago or something like that. Right. Uh, raised pretty much a family here, and I asked him. I was like, you know, what's what's the what's the cool thing about being able to go to like a late Lake, you know see your hometown team? You know, in Philadelphia. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it is kind of a nice thing. Yeah, I just have to figure out, you know, who's all going. It's gonna be a big family trip, and like. Them to them, and not to just say all Canadians are like this, but, you know, that's a big deal. You know, you're, if you're living oh, yeah. in America and you're a Canadian family and you find out that your hometown team, whether you're from, you know, from Alberta and, you know, you're an Edmonton fan or whether you're from, you know, uh, Quebec and you're a Canadians fan. Yeah, hockey's it. Hockey's the thing. That's it up there. Yeah. So it's, it's there, I yeah. said to him, I was like, listen, we're, I'm sitting in Section 201 I'm I have my buddy with me to show you what good Philadelphia people we are. You tell me what section you're in, I will personally make sure I buy you a beer. You know, we'll get yeah. you a nice little bot or something like that. Yeah. And he said it goes, "Great." I guess that means I can, you know, spend more on tickets now and not worry about paying 15 bucks for a beer. Yeah, literally.
1: It's like 13 something before yeah, it's, tax. It's, cra- it's, it's crazy yeah, it's How nuts. much they
0: pay. But uh I was talking to him about, you know, just the NHL and, you know, where where Toronto is and how he feels about his team and he said to me he goes, "You know, all I can one thing I cannot believe is just how my team can have all this offensive firepower. Pay these guys, pay this team a hundred million dollars in salary cap to four offensive players, and yet we'll still lose three to nothing in a game five yeah. loss to Columbus to get knocked out of the playoffs. And uh, yeah, me neither, man. I, I realized uh, we're something. We're all wondering. I realized when I was talking to them. Toronto Maple Leafs fans and Philadelphia Eagles fans are just birds of a feather. They are cut from the oh, same yeah. cloth. Yeah. He's just going on and on about how, like, this player's no good. Insults you know, and
1: suffering. yeah.
0: It's just, I mean, maybe more so with them now. Philadelphia's yeah. at least been tamed a little bit because they've they got a Super Bowl. That 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 patience is where they've thin. had
1: championships sprinkled throughout, like Stanley Cup seventies, uh, NBA World, Finals eighties. World Series eighties, and then you know eighties, nineties. That you know nineties not great, kind of sucked it is what it is. But yeah, then then two thousand eight World Series, two thousand ten Stanley Cup final appearance. You know, 2017 Super Bowl. Like, they've had it sprinkled throughout. Whereas Toronto hasn't
0: reached the Cups in 67 since the last time they won. And
1: I don't really think anybody in that city cares about basketball.
0: They do care. I I did ask him if, you know, how much he likes the Raptors. And he said
1: to me it's like the the Philadelphia Union won their championship here.
0: Well, he said it's kind of similar to how Philadelphia would treat it if the Flyers won the Stanley Cup. Mm. And I, I said to him, I was like, well, so where does it go? He goes, well, for me, it's Maple Leafs, Blue Jays and then the Raptors, mm. which I get. I mean, the Toronto Blue Jays are a huge deal yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, that's true. But it'll be really fun. Toronto is just an exciting team. Wayne Simmons back on the ice in Philadelphia. He's already been back to Philadelphia a couple times, but it's still very, very nice to see him back. And, uh, yeah, we're, not
1: wearing a Devil uniform too. That's and cool.
0: we're going to get to <laughs> yeah. see you know, guys like John Tavares and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go down to watch the warm-ups. I don't usually. Like I did when I first started going. But now, recently, what I do is I do when I go on the opposite side, depending on the team. Like, when we saw—I don't know if you were there for—were you there for the Dallas game? Or was that, was that was that with somebody else? That was with someone else. Yeah, because me and you went for the Devils game. Bad game to go to. Terrible. The Dallas game, they lost, too. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I remember going down and watching the Dallas warm-up because I, I had always been a fan of Jamie Ben. I've always been a fan of Tyler Sagan. I'd always been a fan of Joe Pavelski. And so I got to, you know, see those guys up close. So I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to be on Toronto's side. Because I want to see them. I don't care. So I'm going to in the candy shop. I want to see Austin Matthews. I want to see William Nylander. I want to see Johnny T. John Tavares has been one of my favorite players for since he was an Islander. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
0: I have some a bit of breaking news. Well, oh, not breaking news. In the last hour, it's been reported that the uh, Calgary Flames have been in on Jack Eichel. Mm. And for what I understand, or I don't know why I said, this is quote-unquote from <laughs> Kevin Weeks, okay. um, who uh, is a TSN NHL analyst. Yeah. He also does work with ESPN as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, from... From his understanding, the Flames have offered a first-round pick, uh, two prospects, and Matt Kachuk.
1: That's, I knew that name was coming.
0: To the Buffalo Sabres coming. for Jack Eichel. I am taking that deal if I'm Buffalo in a second. Eichel
1: doesn't want to play I, there. Fuck it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've been begging for Matt Kachuk to be a Philadelphia Flyer now for a while. I want Kachuk in Philly. Yeah. But I know it'll never happen. I'm never gonna get lucky enough to see Matt. Well, if Billy. it was
1: Buffalo, and he says, "Fuck this." You never know. He could fight his way out too. I mean, I can't imagine he Matt could Kachuk pull a Taylor would... Hall and not score for half a season, <laughs> and, and then just go somewhere else and score three goals in like two weeks.
0: That's, not, I mean, that was that was Taylor Hall being a little whiny.
1: He just, he's just like, "I'm not gonna play." Yeah, I'll, just... yeah. He, I'll dress up. like people
0: forget shit. that Taylor Hall was a Buffalo Saber for for like, yeah. like two minutes.
1: He literally didn't score a goal for like 30 games. <laughs> This is like, didn't score. He was like,
0: he didn't want to be there. I'm good. Um, but yeah, so that's so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, Gary Bettman, he bo- botched that. Yeah. Do you, do you know, how do you think, you know, do you think that they handled it the wrong way? I think, I think every team or every person in this has an opinion on how it was handled. I'm like, wow, dude. What the fuck does that nice mean? Nice take.
1: Gary, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know what what does I mean? It doesn't mean anything. I don't understand. I think everybody has an opinion on this. Yeah, that wasn't the question. You sack of shit! What like what are you talking about?
0: I don't know why it was controversial to come out and just be like, yeah, Chicago screwed this up. This it's a disgrace what they did to this poor young man. bunted a foul with two strikes and nobody else. No,
1: I mean, dude, you, you knew you knew it was going that route when they fined Chicago two million dollars mm-hmm. like, and immediately thought, put a monetary evaluation. And I know on that you you mentioned
0: happened. that you mentioned how you weren't a fan that. Well, um, who did
1: they fine? They find another team a couple of years ago for being over the cap. I'm blanking on the team. I forget as well, but, but I. But it was remember. it was over three million dollars, and it's just like oh. Okay, because they okay.
0: asked Gary about that fine, he goes, you know, I think that's a I think that's a very you know powerful statement, and I think it was is Steph. Is it? I think Steph Driver, uh, on Twitter, she tweets out. She goes, yeah, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's not. For the record, the only reason I brought up let's look at the bad teams in the NHL is because I just wanted to find a reason to talk about how bad Chicago is right now. That's fine. Because. It feels like it's perfect that this is happening to them. Coming into the year, it felt like maybe Chicago was about to turn things back around. It did. And then... That's,
1: that's, well, that's how it was being reported, but I don't know. Seth they, Jones, I, I...
0: Well, he sucks. That, that, He's horrible. That
1: signing, I was just kind of like, that's bad news. That They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that.
0: It's crazy Not how, that it
1: matters. I mean, it, it's... Yeah. The team is just going to be forever riddled in controversy, as it should be. Um their organization and that stanley cup will be looked at as a blemish for the nhl for a very very long time
0: they uh, officially crossed off the name of aldrich or aldrich today as they put the names of the tampa bay lightning on for the second straight year that's, that's good i mean well the stanley nice. Cup should absolutely not have that man's name on it right no reason to but it, it does feel like this entire situation is botched and you know while I'm talking about just situations in sports, which are terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I thought this was going to happen. Yeah.
0: What in the what in the hell was Henry Ruggs doing? Did you hear? At the speed? Yes. Damn right I yeah, did. You did. Okay. All right, did now. you hear that she was a 23 year old woman? Yes. Did you hear that the dog burned to death in the car?
1: I didn't hear. I knew the dog died. I did not know that it was.
0: Yeah. No. Getting away from Chicago for just a second. So there's. He's st- going
1: to get 20. The maximum sentence is 20 years, and I, he should he's going to get 20 years.
0: The bar minimum should be half of what he could get. Yeah. As as the most, he should get ten years. On
1: average, Nevada they say with this type of offense, on average it's about thirteen and a half years. Most people get so depending on the situation.
0: I just want to make it clear to everyone that this situation isn't. I'm. I don't feel bad for Henry Ruggs. It's not even. No. It's not even disappointment. It's just pure, unadulterated disgust. You killed a woman before her life even started. You're doing 156 miles an hour on the road. When the airbags deployed, apparently you were doing 127. Like, how dare you? How dare you be worth millions of dollars where none of us will ever sniff that kind of income in our lives where we you know, we have to w- look in our bank and go, like, Oh, can I afford an Uber? jokingly. Meanwhile, you have all these resources to you. If yeah. you're drunk, you can find an easy, safe way home. You're worried about your car being left out somewhere in the city, you can easily have someone come get that for you.
1: you could buy another one.
0: You could buy another one. What do you If think you mean? really
1: needed to. You could buy it. And people one.
0: say, Oh, he's had people apparently that have been victimized by this very thing. That makes it Thirty thousand times worse. Yeah, that doesn't
1: make it any better. Why would that make it better? The whole situation's just terrible. Don't I mean, give me the whole.
0: And he was so talented. I don't care. I don't care about him being talented.
1: Yeah. Well, that's something that's kind of wrong with the United States in general. There's a lot of, a lot of, um, celebrity worship. Yeah. And and athlete worship throughout the United States. Um, and this is kind of another example of that where yeah, people are just like, oh well, you know. It's a shame because he was so talented. Okay, how about you say that to the that that girl's father? Yeah,
0: I'm sure that he'll appreciate that. Yeah, I'm
1: sure he'll be like, oh, what a what a waste of talent.
0: What a waste of talent.
1: For Henry Ruggs.
0: Not he my to... daughter or anything. Right. I mean, he he's a horrible person. Who was person. simply in the
1: wrong place at I, the wrong time. I
0: don't care that he didn't want to kill someone. I don't care. Genuinely do not care. She didn't want to die that night. An innocent... She's dead, two other so... people I think were injured or something along those lines. I think two others I were know. injured. So... Woman's dead. A dog's dead. Two other people are, I, th- I think, were injured. And Henry Ruggs has a, you know, a donut now around his neck as he's in prison. And you know what? And, and and God bless the jury that's gonna have to deal with that because you know you're gonna get a bunch of people in the NFL that are like, oh yeah, people make mistakes, man. Yeah. You know, we if we if we persecuted every person for making it's, mistakes, it's one of
1: the toxic things about sports that that really kind of turns turns me off because i'm a guy who loves sports Mm -hmm. right obviously i do this show about the flyers and and in sports in general as we're talking about football right now um so it bothers me but it bothers me at the point where it's just like I, i love sports but i don't love sports enough to the point where i let it get in the way of of things that are bigger than sports
0: i sure as hell don't let my love of an athlete or admire adoration of an athlete Cloud my judgment when he's made a horrendous decision,
1: right? And like it, it kind of stems off, of, you know, over to Deshaun Watson as well. Like I've had, and Aaron Rodgers lying
0: about being vaccinated. Yeah, uh,
1: I don't, I yeah. Well, I want to wait to see what, what that even means because um, I'm kind of confused by that. How you'd be able to get away <laughs> with that? But anyway, um, but yeah, like you, I, I've had people say to me about Deshaun Watson saying like, well, yeah, but he's a great player. And it's just like, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. Some things are a little bit more important than how well. The football team that I watch does. Let's be honest. At the end of the day, they don't do anything for me. Like, yeah, they give me entertainment. They make me happy when and when, they when they win and in times where I'm kind of sad or whatever. But at the end of the day, they don't pay my bills. They don't come to my birthday party, and sing me happy birthday. They don't do that shit. I love that. So why to am I gonna party. why why am I gonna be like oh yeah I just want them to win no matter what as long even if they get a sex offender. Or I want them to win so mad so badly that I'm upset that they cut a guy who drove drunk and killed somebody. Fuck them, fuck them.
0: There will be better players down the line. Yeah, better players that don't murder people. You have a
1: thing called a draft every single year. You're gonna draft another guy who's not doing
0: that. We talk all the time about how you can't drink and drive. It's the most easily like what's if if we yeah, did, if, if so we were in a game options. of Family Feud, Cameron. Yeah. And they pulled that hundred people. What's one thing you should never do while driving? Right. What would be the number one answer? Yeah. And followed by number two would be texting. Yeah, probably. And then you'd have, like, the funny answers that come right. after that. But, yeah. like, the point is, I think you'd get 89 people, 90 people, that would say, don't yeah. drink and drive.
1: Yeah, no, they wouldn't, yeah.
0: And he did that, and he didn't just drink and drive. I mean, he, well, he got the did. whole experience, I guess, going 150 plus. You could argue plus. that
1: driving 150 miles an hour in a sports car.
0: No matter what. Is so- already,
1: already, you're not. you. It's a terrible decision, what you're doing is really stupid. But and, yeah, and the people to on Twitter do it Twitter, while drunk is just you know. And
0: the people on Twitter that yeah. found a way to justify what he did, the people on Twitter are like, "Well, have you ever driven in like a sports car? Like, if you're not touching a hundred, then you're not doing it right." It's like, I don't think you understand how goddamn stupid you sound right again,
1: now. Again, like again, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe you're right, man. It's, you know, one, it's your daughter that gets hit. See, or, see, if you feel the same way.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish him nothing but the worst. I I absolutely have no sympathy for him. I I expect Rotten he's going to
1: get at least at least fifteen years, and he should. But I, 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 he should get the full twenty.
0: I, th- I would go further than that. But if that's the max, that my will... only
1: thing is that he's he is an NFL player, and that might help him. Not. Why get did Dante years.
0: Stallworth only get thirty days? Do you remember that whole thing with Stallworth? No. What did he do? So Stallworth had a same situation. Um, I'm actually looking it up right now. So, yeah. So he struck and killed a pedestrian. So, on the morning of March 14, 2009, Starworth struck and killed a pedestrian while driving his car at the eastern end of MacArthur Causeway in Miami Beach, Florida, around 7.15 in the morning. Starworth was headed toward the beach, driving a 2005— I don't really care about that. He was doing 50 in a 40. Um, I
1: must say, if he wasn't ma- massively speeding and he wasn't under the influence of alcohol, then, you know— and-
0: Apparently, the person he killed, Mario Reyes, was on the bus, busy causeway, trying to catch a bus home after finishing his shift. Stallworth claims that he flashed his car headlights to warn Reyes. Stallworth struck Reyes with his car, killing him. Stallworth admitted to drinking the night before the accident. His BAC was 0.12, which is four-tenths of a point over the 0.08 legal limit. Um, Let's see. He was charged with DUI manslaughter. He surrendered to police on April second. He was released on two hundred thousand dollars bail. He served thirty days in a county jail, plus one thousand hours of community service, two years community control, and eight years probation. Um, It's weird. He was able to. He had enough time to flash his headlights, right? But he didn't have enough time to stop. Yeah, that is kind of interesting.
1: That is interesting. That doesn't. That doesn't add up to me.
0: (laughs) It doesn't really.
1: If this was a true crime podcast, (laughs) that's something we would go into.
0: (laughs) But I mean, that, like yeah, I tell you up. what, I guarantee you, at one hundred and fifty-six miles an hour, I know you crash into the car. You probably don't have much time to flash anyone. The Thing is, I am surprised he's alive. Do you know? You know how? That's what I thought. My first thought like, was, how is he even alive right
1: Corvettes now? Corvettes are not well constructed. <laughs> like they're they're well constructed for if you want to go fast as shit, but like they're very for, low to the ground for safety. They're they're I don't know if they still are, but back in the day, they used to just be made of like fiberglass with with like a metal coating on the outside. Mm-hmm. You hit something fast enough, the car explodes. It is just gone. I don't know what they make them out of now, so
0: I I would like to think not fiberglass.
1: Yeah, me too, but I don't know. Like again, you're going 100. Like it's still not a not a safe car. It's not winning safety awards. Is what I'm saying.
0: No, I wouldn't. i
1: would going that fast. Jesus, I would only
0: ever buy a Corvette. One, if I had that kind of disposable income, which I never I, know. I, I would, I would never. You know who had that, that kind of disposable income, but don't want anymore? Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs. Yeah, well. you won't. All right. So uh, to kind of wind down this episode, I want to also just end Jesus. it on one final note. Uh, as we go into the next round of Flyers games, as we go into the next you know week of sports and everything, you mentioned it. I thought I actually really liked how you mentioned that we're in this period of just fall, right? Yeah. And I want everyone that's listening to just kind of take the time, just enjoy yourselves right now. Yeah. Because we're in this period where it's right before the holiday season. And I guess this is a, this is the retail worker in me saying this. Like, just find time to relax. Find time to close your eyes and just relax. Because we all know what happens in about a month. We're all on this crazy, you know, journey to, you know, buying all these gifts and getting things ready for the holidays because we want to make it a, a great holiday. and want
1: to outdo everybody, yeah. Right. It's
0: the first real year since the pandemic that we're not only are we yeah. able to just truly go out in more grand fashion, but I'm sure there's a lot more things people are going to want to do as a result. But for right now, just relax. Take time for yourselves. Hopefully this podcast gave you some sort of enjoyment. And
1: yeah, we, people complain all the time about how fall seems to just be gone. It goes from hot to cold. So, yeah, take a moment. I'm Fall's,
0: enjoying this weather.
1: Yeah, look around. Yeah, take it all in.
0: T- uh, tomorrow... I'll try to get this up tonight. Tomorrow, we have a live show with uh, Frankie. Yep. Uh, so we'll, Frankie's
1: desk So we're we'll excited for at that. The Morrell Tavern, Moore Avenue. Look forward to it.
0: Flyers Penguins in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we'll see how that one goes. But it's going to get rowdy. It's going to get yelly if the game doesn't go the way I want it to. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> for the Fly Guys podcast, my name is Justin Goodhart, camera client of uh, Course. You can follow us on Twitter at Fly Guys Podcast, not the, just at Fly Guys Podcast. At Cameron Klein 15, myself at Goodheart Justin. Be happy, be healthy, wear your masks, get vaccinated if you can, and as always, let's go